Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome into the CHGO Blackhawks postgame podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top rated sportsbook. Download the app and use the promo code CHGO when you sign up. If you turn the game off during the third period, you may have missed a lot. Uh, the Blackhawks had a really good first, really good second. Good start to the third. They're up four to one. We're feeling good. And then the span of nine minutes, the mm. Dallas Stars score five times and win six to four. Man. I'm not surprised, but I'm sort of stunned. It's it's, uh, it's taken a second oof. to to <laughs> to recover from this. Yes, it's it's this is rough. This is look, and I know we've been talking all year about you know, and we should be. That's the focus is the is the tank standings and, and we're gonna get to those later and like tank win and draft status. My fear is a loss like this, it could be catastrophic to that room. And this is gonna be the first really big challenge that Luke Richardson's gonna have to face. Yeah. He's got he's going to have to find a way to pick this team up and say, We got another game in thirty six hours. We've gotta be ready to go here and we can't let this completely derail the way we play because look Dallas is a really really good team Mm -hmm. they're a cup contender and the Hawks outplayed them for 50 of the 60 minutes maybe maybe 45 of the 60 minutes yeah maybe 40 if you want to be stingy yeah but in the third down you know 3-1 Dallas is bringing it on and the Hawks are withstanding 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 they even score a goal Mm -hmm. then Max Domi takes a penalty and all hell breaks loose you know, yeah, and that was a tipping point. this one just, it feels different. The end of this game feels different. And I'm, I'm just kind of refreshing Twitter here to see like, what is Luke going to say after this one? This is tough. It's a tough one. I mean, we, we talk all the time. We were saying it today as we were watching the game, you know, it's, it's one thing to say, Oh, you know, I like the way that they start the game. I like the way that we played in losses in periods where you give up the first goal, the second goal, the third goal of the game, things like that. Another game where the Blackhawks give up the first goal. Yep. But this was a game where up until midway through the third period, there was going to be a lot of good for the for Luke Richardson and, and, and the team to, to point at and say, look, like, you know, we, we handled a, a really competitive team, a contending team, handled them well on the road. And then, I mean, I've, I've, in the last 13 months, I've seen some full diapers. This, <laughs> this was a big one. I from told the you Black, not to tell people about from that. The, <laughs> from the Blackhawks. Um, I mean, it is, it is a, a tank win. Um, but, yeah, you, the, the, the point you make, Jay, about ha- ha- the the impact this could have the negative impact this could have for the Blackhawks to have basically a a decisive win a big win going into Thanksgiving um to then having it completely pulled out from under them those mashed potatoes aren't going to taste as sweet they they will at my house um (laughs) (laughs) always the optimist sprinkle a little sugar on top I'm already over it man give me give me the potatoes 
<coughs> I'm in- interested to see what Luke Richardson has to say because this is a game he needs to be pissed off. He's not a yeah. guy that gets upset, at least in front of the media. And how many? there's been so many games this year where he's been like, yeah, we lost, but I'm happy with the way we played. He can't say that tonight. No. No. He can't say that tonight. Yeah, you had your best two periods of the season. And the third period, you got stuck up the wazoo for mm-hmm. the whole period. Yeah, Max Domi scored the goal, put you up 4-1. But until that point, the, the Stars owned that period from the start. They kept saying on the broadcast, for 50 minutes, the Hawks were the better team. I mean, 40 minutes, they were the better team. Yeah, Stars dominated that third period. Well, even the, even the Domi goal only lasted, what, six, seven seconds? Because he of, took a penalty off the next know. face-off. Yeah, exactly. The full Max Domi experience for you right there in, in the span of, of, of a blink of an eye. That reminded me of, you know, the, the 2010s Blackhawks where they were like, oh, we're supposed to win this game. Mm-hmm. Flip yes. the switch, Flip let's switch. win. That's, like, what, that's what yeah. Nate says. <laughs> like, oh, wait a minute. We're the better team here. We got eight minutes to win this game. Let's do yeah, it. Like right. that's yeah. what it reminded me of. There were times too with those Hawks teams where you're like, are they just seeing how down they can get? To get? Yeah. Like, are they challenging <laughs> themselves? Is that what yeah. this is all it, about? It pretty much looked like the stars were like, we're just gonna dick around for forty minutes. Yeah. And then we're gonna see how big of a comeback we can make in the third period because it was men against boys in that third period. It wasn't even close. It's. You felt like as soon as they got that power play goal, Domi scores, you feel a little bit of relief. Then was it 13 seconds later or whatever it was, he takes a tripping penalty. Not like your typical Domi penalty, but just a stick penalty. It happens. It's tough. And then uh, Ben scores on the power play, and then you could see it. You could see the buttholes get tight. And what does Herb call it? Uh, Tight Tight booty time, or I think it's what he calls it. Tight booty syndrome, I think. Tight booty syndrome. Thank <laughs> you. Ah, okay. And that's what they got. It. And it's in the Hawks' head. It's, it's not it's late just, enough to talk about that. They cannot <laughs> it's hold. It's never too late for that. They can't hold the lead. No. And it's, look, like, again, we can celebrate the tank wins, and we can show the tank standing and say, yay, we're one step closer to Connor Bedard. These dudes are human beings. They're out there playing their balls off. They're playing hard. Yeah. You can't say, like, it's not like they weren't trying. They're diving over the place. They're blocking shots. They're, they're doing everything they can to win, and they just don't. And as an athlete, that has an effect on you. It has an impact on you. Like, just think back to a couple weeks ago, like, Justin Fields, right? He's lighting it up. He's playing great, and they lose, and he's like, this sucks. Right. Like, I'm, I'm glad I'm playing great, but I don't, it doesn't matter. I want to. The wins are what matters, and these guys don't want to hear about a rebuild. They yeah. don't care. No, that's a valid point. They, they, we're all of us can sit here and go, all right, one step closer to Connor Bedard, and that's great for fans, and that's great for those of us covering the team. But those twenty guys in the locker room don't give a rat's ass about Connor Bedard or Adam Fantilli or any of these guys. Right. They care about embarrassing themselves the last ten minutes of that hockey game. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a quiet flight home. Yep. And yeah, you'd imagine. It, you know, hopefully they can enjoy their their Thanksgiving tomorrow and, and have some family time, and then you're right back at it Friday. That's somewhat good thing. You've got a quick turnaround. Short memory. And, you know, how does Luke Richardson get them to respond? You asked earlier, Jay. Well, there's some extra motivation in the building with the Montreal Canadiens in town. Luke Richardson's former team who he was a coach for the last couple years. Yep. You got Kirby Doc back in the building for the first time. You know, there's some extra incentive to get up for that game. It should be I would assume they're going to have a pretty good crowd there on a on a Friday afternoon yeah. holiday uh on a, you know, uh original 6 rivalry game. Montreal always travels well. There'll be a lot of Canadians fans in that building tonight wearing your reverse retros. Kind of hoping the Canadians are wearing their reverse retros, yeah. too. That would look so freaking cool. That'd be nice. But uh, lots of reasons to get up for that game. Let's see if it actually happens. This is going to be a tough one to bounce back from. You know what's tough, too, is you were feeling so good halfway through the third, right? Like, Domi's got two points, and he's plus three, and Seth Jones comes back, and he scores. And everything just feels better. Everything feels more in control, you know, and, and, and then it is yanked away from you. Like, it's one thing to go to Dallas and play pretty well, and you just lose 3-1. to one. Like, oh, you know, Ottinger just 
we couldn't beat Ottinger tonight. Mm. It feels different. This one is, it's tough. And, and you know, Michael's in the chat every day um, saying poor coaching again. I don't, I would love Michael to know what you want Luke Richardson to do to, st- to solve this problem. Because I don't think it's a coaching issue. No. I think as we said all year, coaching forty for the first forty it's minutes. It's a personnel of that game. issue, and and people that want to blame the coach, I want something specific. Don't tell me it's poor coaching. What should he have done instead? Because I think he's wondering the same thing. Like, what the hell? Mm-hmm. Like, what do I have to do to get this team to win? Yes, he realizes the roster is no good, and deep down, everybody in that room realizes that too. Right. It doesn't ease the pain of getting your ass kicked. No, and and yeah, be, being told, oh well, you're just not the better team. That doesn't do anything for you when 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 you're a player. I, when you can look at it as from the outside of the locker room, like like for us, just looking at it and saying, yeah, Dallas should beat the Blackhawks. Dallas should be able to be able to to mount a comeback against a team like like the Blackhawks. In and when you match up roster for roster. Um, but to do it in this fashion, I mean, it's 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 more than. I th- I think the one thing I would have I would have done differently if I were in Luke Richardson's shoes is take the timeout earlier. Yeah. Than when you're down, um, in the game, I would have stop the bleeding. I would have I would have taken it when they tied the game. I think it was about five and a half minutes left. That's when you take it and say, all right, let's we got we got to recollect ourselves. We got to stop so, slow down some sort of mo- what you know the momentum that Dallas was was building <clears throat> at that point and and try to find a way to extend the game in, into overtime at that point because you're just looking to survive at that point when you've, when you've given up three goals in the way that they did um to wait until you're down to take the time out I think it's yeah too little too late We'd at that point said it right when they gave up that third goal when it was it two goals in 14 seconds yeah I said right there we were talking like why isn't he taking his time out right now mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. that that would be the one criticism I would have that could be an experience that could be yeah sure that could be shell shock mm-hmm. like maybe he was just like what the you know but that would have been the time to kind of get everybody and, back and take a breath and yeah we're still leading mm-hmm. we got this let's go back to what we were doing so well and it it didn't happen and that that would be my lone criticism you know yeah. on Richardson was but that a lot of times coaches like like to let the players feel out the situation and, and figure it out themselves before stepping in. And I feel like he that's without knowing exactly what he's saying. He's talking to the media right now without knowing exactly what he's saying. Um, I'm sure that that question may be being answered and he may, he seems like a coach that would go with that strategy, you know, in, in that moment, trying to let the players f- pull themselves out of it rather than having to, to, to step in if he didn't feel it was necessary. But I, I feel like at that point, that's, that's some time where you kind of have to step in yeah. and, and try and collect the team, slow things down. Because, um, I mean, there were some empty seats in that, in that arena once it was 4-1 uh, in, in, in Dallas, but then mounting the comeback, tying the game, eventually getting the lead, like you could feel it just watching the game. Like that building was erupting, even though it wasn't at capacity. Yeah. Uh, a couple of quotes rolling in here post game. Uh, these from Ben Pope at the Sun Times. He said, This is Max Domi. Quote, That's a game you have to find a way to close out. You've got to find a, win to win, a way to win that one. It's on us to close that one out. We had no business losing that game. How about not taking a penalty right after that? would be helpful. That's, yes, yeah, that's, that's a good tough. start. That would be uh, not tough. giving them a power play would be really helpful. Uh, Luke is starting to speak now. Only thing he said so far via the Twitters is uh, Sam Lafferty missed the third period with an in- injury. Richardson said he was, quote, just a little sore and will be reevaluated tomorrow. So that's something to keep okay. an eye on injury-wise, but we'll keep an eye on what Luke has to say after this one. Um, Steven, I sent you a video from practice on Tuesday on Slack. I don't know if we have time to get it in or not. If not, it's, de- it's going to be in my uh, three Hawks hits that are going to be published about a half hour after the game. And he talks about having to find a way to win and find a way to get these points. And uh, it still holds true tonight, and it will remain <laughs> until they find a damn way to do it. It's just really frustrating. Yeah. And it, it's, you know, your, your points about the timeout are correct. And that, that is, a, that is a, a valid criticism. And both you guys, not in hindsight, said it in real time. He should call his timeout right now. But aside from that, I just don't know 
he just doesn't have the horses. You got Jared Tenorti as one of your top defenders. You're down a goal late, and you have Jack Johnson on the point. It, yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> there, it's it's you know? it's literally all it's literally all you can do. Like to get to the point that they were to and, and to try and even you know midway through the third period be holding on to a lead. Um, this is a, this Blackhawks team has to throw everything at every opponent they face to to get to leads to to make comebacks like every night they have to be pedaled to the floor just to even be in games and eventually if you know anything about cars when you're pedaled to the floor for that long that often you're gonna eventually run out of gas yeah and i I feel like this blackhawks team has uh you know they, they can only have a full tank for so long We've got the video from Tuesday's practice. You might recognize the person asking this question uh, to Luke Richardson. He's very handsome and bearded, and he's two two spots to my left. I will try again. We'll try to grab it again, but uh, we'll get to it. Yeah. Um, so we got some some comments in here I want to get to. Uh, Sam says, after a loss like this, they should start trading everyone now because they will not have the right attitude for the next three and a half months to make a team want to play top value. That might be a slight overreaction, Sam. I don't think anyone's going to punt on Patrick Kane because they blew a lead to Dallas in uh, November. Um, I think well, all of us need to pump the brakes a little bit on like the the herky-jerky overreaction after every loss and every win. Um, I'm guilty of it a little bit, too. I don't think that the team is going to just quit. It's not in their character to quit. We talked all summer about the character that that Kyle Davidson has gone out of his way to bring in here to this team. There's no Michael Nylanders on this team. Yep, oh, Alex Nylanders on this team. Well, uh, Michael no Nylander wouldn't be bad. There's no Michael. Uh, there's, there's no Alex no Nylanders on this team. There's no passengers on this team. If you want to say one guy, it would be Patrick Kane. That's a guy who, when he's not the strongest defender. The piano arrives on his back when it's time to defend, but guess what? He's still your best player. Right. So, look, this team is not going to give up. You just have to worry about the emotional impact of the loss, the, the how you know striking and, and like sudden of a loss it was, and they got to sit on it during a holiday tomorrow, mm-hmm. and then they got to bounce back and play a game at one on for on on Friday. It's like. It is a, it, not only is this a really bad loss, it's a horrible time to take a loss like this too. Sure. Because it's going to ruin a holiday, and then they got to get right back at it at a weird time. Well, yeah. Thankfully, there's only Stuff. like six guys on the team that's an actual holiday for tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but they're all, well, you know, they, you know I, I think we're all celebrate it, thing, yeah. But yeah. Some of the, most of those dudes celebrated Thanksgiving about six weeks ago, but that's all right. You know, it's, it's got to be fun uh, as, a, as a Canadian playing in an American market because you celebrate Canadian Thanksgiving yeah, and you get a second one. and then you celebrate the American Thanksgiving. Yeah. Do I, I would think this is a question maybe we should ask next time we're in the locker room to a couple of the, uh, the U S players, but um, I would think not many of the American players celebrate Canadian Thanksgiving and then American Thanksgiving. I would two, two Thanksgiving I would too. Dinners, I would, I would take the, the opportunity to do the same thing. Yeah. I, but I, I wonder if they do that. Yeah. Cause Anyways, I don't know. Not because, to, well, cause they actually play games on Canadian Thanksgiving where there are right. no games on American Thanksgiving. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Not See, to derail the, the, <laughs> the conversation. These, these are the types of things that keep me up at night. All the Thanksgivings you can. Yeah. yeah. Every Thursday. I'll do it every day. <laughs> every Thursday. <laughs> um, Sam says they have four regulation wins. They all want out. You can't deny that. Okay. If, like if that if that's how you want to look at the season, okay. then yeah, then I mean, don't, like it's uh, it's, just can, sim- it's just simply not I true. I don't see that in the actual locker room after every game and no. after every day. I don't see any of those guys saying I don't want to be here. Um, you know, it's it's easy to make a blanket statement like that, but the three of us are around this team every day. We see them in the locker room. We saw them Wednesday after or uh, Tuesday after practice. They were loose and having fun and. Like, all happy to be there. Yeah. Uh, this is not a team that they're not angry. They're not, they're not hating each other. They're, they're playing in the NHL. Some of these guys are, are fighting for their NHL futures. 
Some of these guys might be on their last ride. They're, they, they're happy to be there. They're not, they don't want out. They're, they're playing for each other. Look what they did against Pittsburgh. They're up three to nothing, down, down three, three nothing, nothing. and yeah. they came back, and they just didn't have the talent to pull it off. They're up they four They didn't one. have Sidney Crosby. Yeah. Like. They're fighting for each other in, in every game. Yeah. And, you know, they just, they don't have the talent to beat good teams. Yeah. They should have won tonight. It got away from them. Games, it's game. not because they want out. It got away from them because the Stars are a really good team with some superstar players yeah. on their team who got the momentum going on home ice, and they couldn't stop it. It's a, it's a, it's a talent discrepancy. And, and we said over the summer and, and over the, you know, leading into this season, living and dying on wins and losses this year is going to be rough on your health for, for, for Blackhawks fans. And, and I, I get it. Look, we want to cheer for wins. We want to be upset with losses. We want this team to be competitive. And we were. Watch that yeah. loss sucked. Like, well, the three of us were like, oh, my God. Yeah, it was, it, was, it was not fun. There was a loud cheer when Domi scored. It was, it's not, it was not fun seeing the team collapse. Um, but we had to laugh at it because it was just like, my God, like just the, the, the epic way that it, that it came about. And the fact that they had to... Stop the game to be like, nope, they scored. Right, like that. yeah. <laughs> that, that you just you laugh because you're like, of course, like, yeah, yeah. all right. That, but it's a creative way to lose. I but guess. it's 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 going it's it's going to be a long season if if you know if if you're living and dying with losses like like a, a loss like this as as epic as it was, it's going to happen. The, it it very well will. I will guarantee a loss like this happens again this season. At least once. Oh, sure. Yeah. Because the, yeah. the, the talent discrepancy against most teams this season is, is going to be very evident. Um, it was built that way by, by, by Kyle Davidson. And he, he gave Luke Richardson this roster and said, figure it out. And while Davidson says, like, I'm not rooting for them to lose, it's a little tongue-in-cheek. He, he knows the team that he gave Luke Richardson. Luke Richardson's gotten a lot out of this team, more than I think that's been expected uh, at times. But I, I, this is just the team that they are. Yes. They, they don't have a difference maker. And, you know, it's for as much as they're, like you said, you, they, they are playing for each other. They, they are, they have come together. And a lot of these guys have come in on one-year deals or have one year left or what have you, you know, new to the team, claimed off the wave off the waiver wire like so it's a it's a mishmash of of guys that are here and as much as they say like we want to prove everyone wrong you know all the expectations are that this team's going to suck and we want to you know have a chip on our shoulder and, and and prove people wrong and do better than than the expectations are these professionals know the room that they're in and these guys know not a lot of them if any, are going to be around in two to three years. Like, I, I can't look at this roster and say, yep, they are guaranteed to be here when this team is competitive again. You can't. I don't think and, there's and, a and single guy you could say that and about. And they're smart. They, they have to know that too. Could someone surprise? Could, like, yeah, could Kyle Davidson come back and say, you know what? We really like what Max Domi brought to the team or Andres Athanasiu brought to the team. And the trade market isn't enticing enough for us to get rid of them, so we're going to extend them or bring them back or whatever. Could that happen? Sure. Will it? Probably not. No, I don't think so. A lot of these guys yeah. are going to be flipped. They're going to be traded. Yeah. They're not going to be resigned. Like it's the roster turnover from this year to next year to the year after is going to be massive. It's the 2011, 2012 Cubs. Yeah. Go back to that roster. How many of those guys were on that World Series winning yeah. team? None of them. Yep. It, it's it's botting them out, and you know we got a couple comments in there about if the, if the Hawks don't get Bedard, it's a it's a failure. No, it's you're not. wrong. No. First of all, what <laughs> else are they supposed to do? Are they supposed to like keep doing the he who shall not be named? Squint your eyes hard enough, and maybe we can make the playoff exactly. bullshit that we've yes. been dealing with the last five years. No, that sucked. That's why we have to completely tear it down. And if you don't get the number one overall pick, it's not a failure because you have, yes, Connor Bedard is the ultimate prize here, but all their eggs are not in the Connor Bedard basket. 
you've got multiple first round picks already this year. You're probably maybe going to get at least one more at the trade deadline, mm-hmm. depending on if Patrick Kane gets traded or not. But you're going to have at least two first round draft picks. You've got multiple draft picks in the first three rounds. That's how you do this. You don't say Connor Bedard by himself isn't changing this franchise. That's why you had three first-round picks this past year. That's why you're going to get more and more and keep building. Connor Bedard will take a year off the rebuild, but he won't change this into a a, a cup-winning team just by drafting him. And if you don't get him, is it a disappointment? Absolutely. Is it a failure? No. Yes, finishing with the worst record in hockey does not guarantee you get them, but it gives you the best odds. Mm-hmm. What else are you going to do? That's the thing. What else are you going to do? What's the alternative? What's your plan that works better than this? You may not get Connor Bedard, but what is your plan? Go get Marc-Andre Fleury again and sold us a load of BS that this is a playoff team? No, this should have happened three or four years ago. This is the correct way to do it. Will it all go to plan? Will it all work out exactly as Kyle Davis envisions it? We don't know. But trying to be the eighth playoff seed again, where does that get you? Four playoff games to get your teeth kicked in by the Colorado Avalanche? No thanks. I'd rather bottom out take three or four years of some pain and then get back to where we were in 2010, 2013, 2015. That's what you have to do. That's what that that's what the organization did back then. They bottomed out. They're doing it again. This is the right way to do it. If you don't get counter Bedard, it's a disappointment. But this is how you get back to being real contenders. Not the heel should not be named. I'm going for my job garbage. He's the reason we're in this situation. Kyle Davidson's trying his best to fix it. He's less than a year in. Let's relax. I, that, here's the thing. For the, for the naysayers, what's the alternative? What would you prefer they do? Even if you had Lucas Reichel here, even if you brought up the best players in Rockford who are not ready, right, they're still going to have the same result. It might be a little bit different, but there's still going to be losses and then you've gone ahead and rushed prospects as they did with Doc and Yokoharu and with Boquist and all these guys. And really, Kirby's off to a nice start in Montreal. Fine. But, like, have any of these guys hit what we thought they were going to be? No. Their development was ruined. What is the alternative? Because the alternative was what they did last year. Oh, man, we're going to bring in Seth Jones, and we're going to bring in Jake McKay. We're going to bring in Marc-Andre Fleury, and we're going to sift the playoffs. And then they were horrible. And there's there was no direction. There was no plan. And now Kyle Davidson comes in and has a sound plan. He went from zero first-round picks on the morning of the draft to three, two of which have franchise potential mm-hmm. in Nazar and Korchinski. Korchinski... A lot of us who watched him play this preseason were like, this dude's ready now. You're right. And if he was so happy name was a GM, he'd freaking be on the blue line right now. Right. Right? Like he wouldn't have drafted him though. There is <laughs> true. There is a, a a a definite plan in action here that is not just the year in front of his face, like the guy before him. Kyle Davidson's looking two, three, four, five years down the road here, and that's how they're gonna get back to where they were in 2009, in 2010, and beyond. Because it wasn't just Kane and Taves get here and the Hawks are great. You had already been developing Keith and Seabrook. Crawford's in the system. Bufflin's in the system. Bowen's in the system. And yeah, Patrick Sharp, those guys, Patrick Sharp you trade for Patrick Sharp. And, and like those guys aren't, like Bufflin wasn't considered a franchise guy. Boland wasn't but they developed nicely and found their niches in the NHL. So when those franchise pieces come, be it Bedard or Fantilli or whoever it might be, you've got the core around them. You still have had some of Patrick Kane's greatest seasons in the last few years, but the team around him has sucked. That's the difference. It's the depth. You heard Marion Hosta talk about it like crazy last week. Yeah. It wasn't just me. It wasn't just Hayes and Kane. It was Jalmerson. It was Oduya. It was Boland. It was it was on and on and on, and by adding these picks and 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 doing a real rebuild, that's the the surest way 
of getting back to where you need to be. And look, in two in what, next year they've got two more a first crap round. ton of cap space too. Even yeah. if they don't make any more trades for first round picks in Kyle Davidson's first three years as general manager, you have seven first round picks. That's how you rebuild. And Chuck Omunko brings up a good point. He says, I'd rather have the Hawks get a bunch of rock-solid, if not superstar, supporting cast guys at the draft, add the one or two superstars in free agency if need be. That can work, too. That's also a way to do it. That's a way to do it. And if you look at the free agency classes of this upcoming summer and the summer after, there's at least two or three players that you could point at and be like, Hawks could get this guy and that guy or this guy and this guy. And it would make a significant difference right. to the roster. And that would be right around the time some of your recent first-round picks should be. Should be coming around the Coming corner. NHL players. Yeah. So, yeah. we got to let this thing unfold. And um, But the good thing is, if we count aggregate goals, the Blackhawks organization did beat the Stars organization That's tonight. That's true. Because <laughs> the Rockford Icehawks beat the Texas Stars Seven to two, so my math serves me right. That is an eleven to eight overall yeah. victory. <laughs> That's right. So suck it, Stars Woo! organization. You lose on aggregate goals. Woo-hoo! If it works in <laughs> soccer, it can work in hockey. Yeah. All right. Uh, I know we have a super chat from Brandon. We need to get to too. Yeah. Yes, thank uh, you, thanks Brandon. for the super chat as always, Brandon. He says this is a painful loss, but it's a rebuild. You're right about character, but need more talented support. Work ethic. Work ethic. Can only take you so far. That's mm-hmm. it. Yep. That's yeah. what we're talking about. That it's yep. exactly what it is. <laughs> All right. Uh, we got that video ready to go, Stephen. All right. Here's Luke Richardson after Tuesday's practice talking about uh, the loss to the Penguins. But it's it's very pertinent to what happened today. Challenging at this stretch of the season where maybe the wins are uh, coming to kind of keep the team spirits high. Uh, yeah, but I, I talked to the guys before in the video session today, and I said, you know what, we really liked how the guys played. They played much harder, much more determined last game. We're not, we're satisfied with that, but we're not satisfied with the result. So now we have to take another step. We have to find a way to get to the next step of coming out of those games. We worked so hard to come back. How do we hold on to that point and catch our breath? Because we've been pushing, and it's hard playing catch-up hockey. Get to that uh, overtime. Do we want to play against Pittsburgh in overtime three on three? Probably not, but uh, it's a better option than than losing the, the two points. So um, I think, I mean, it's. I don't think the guys were too defeated after that. I think they realized that we can come back on a team like Pittsburgh. Um, you know, I mean, and play really well in the third period up until we, you know, we ice the puck and they got a Sidney Crosby turns it on and gets a gets a goal for the game winner. Um, I think they're pretty confident that, you know, our game is coming, uh, but now we're not satisfied. We got to keep going and to try and get some uh, results because that's what pro sports is all about. It's about results, and we got to make sure that we keep building and getting getting closer to it until we achieve it, and then maintain it. Let's just keep that cut and then just change the team name all the time. <laughs> <Pretty much. laughs> you know, because it's uh, that's uh, significant. All right, yeah. uh, got a couple before we tell you about uh, Shady Rays and stuff. Uh, another quote here from Richardson about the timeout specifically. Mm. He said he didn't consider calling a timeout during the Stars' comeback. Quote, it's a loud building. We try to be confident on the bench and positive till the guys until the fifth goal. So there's that. Uh, Seth Jones okay. says he felt, quote, decent in his first game back, playing 21-13. Quote, I made some boneheaded plays, a couple of them, but my legs were moving well. <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> I'll yeah. be the opposite of that on Thanksgiving Turkey Bowl tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, Seth Jones. Uh, we we haven't even gotten to this. He's scored first of the game, first of the year, in his first game back in his hometown. That was good. That was, that was a good feeling early in the game. Yeah, all uh, all six defensemen had a point for the Blackhawks tonight. I don't remember the last time yeah. that's happened. That's I a wanna, fun stat. Want to reach out to Stats Inc. or? Uh, Where's uh, Chris? Uh, uh, yeah, uh, uh, I, mean, I know he's a baseball guy, Chris but I'm Kamka. sure. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure he could figure that out pretty quickly. It's yeah. been a while, I'm sure. I mean, I, I, I'm sure that Elias happens. Sports Bureau. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking of. It, I'm, it, I'm sure it happens more often than we think. But just for this particular Blackhawks team, it's I a mean, rarity. even I mean, I can't think of a time. I can't think of a game that it stands out that each defenseman had a point. Eh, I don't. know. It might be more recent than we think, but anyways. 
Maybe it's somewhere between 2010 and 2015. I bet you it happened. I'm sure it happened at least I would once. guess it's somewhere I mean, in that When in I that see range. all defensemen getting an assist or getting a point in the game, it reminds me of like a NHL 23 game. You know, it seems like every goal I ever <laughs> scored, there's an defenseman getting an assist. But there you go. Yeah. Yeah. <coughs> well, uh, I see there's some people in the chat apologizing for overreacting. It's okay. That's what being a fan is, no, right? We're, That's we're, why we're, we're here to help you t- talk you off the ledge. These are group therapy sessions. Yeah, exactly. We all need it. Exactly. No need. Yeah. No needs to apologize for 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 wearing your fandom on your sleeve. But we'll just we're just kind of like, hey, it's all good. Yeah, it's all good. That's what we're here. We're here to talk about it with each other. Our long, chat rule is: don't be a dick. It's a long season. Yeah. Long you can season. you can come in with all your emotions, and we can talk it out and shout it out. But as long as it's never personal or you know, it's fine. All good. Yeah. You know what? No, I'm not going to go with that segue. Oh, it was right there. No, 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 no. Uh, we're just going to jump right into it. Shady Rays. We like Shady Rays. They're our friends. They make they really cool sunglasses. They never understood why sunglasses were so expensive, so they set out to change it. And you don't have to break the bank for quality sunglasses this fall slash winter because our friends at Shady Rays have you and your precious eyeballs covered Shady Rays are premium polarized shades featuring world-class optical clarity, substantial durability, and styles catered to everyone and every lifestyle. And the best part about Shady Rays is they have the most insane protection program in all of eyewear. If you lose or break your shades on day one, they told us they will send you a brand new pair. No questions asked. Did you throw your Shady Rays at the TV when the Blackhawks gave up five goals in nine minutes? I would have. Maybe. You should have. Well, if you did, Shady Rays will replace them for you. There's even protected against Blackhawks blowing major leads. That's a very strong protection program. And even with that protection program, they still manage to make quality. That I could tell you from being a customer of theirs for the last couple of years, they are just as good, if not better, than all the expensive name brands on the market. Shady Rays also provides 10 meals to fight hunger in America with every order place and have donated over 20 million meals to date. So not only do you look cool, but you do something cool for other people in need. They stand behind their product and told our team if anyone has a problem, they will throw profit right out their giant window at their office and do what it takes to get it right. You got to have a big window in a sunglasses office to test out your shades. Make yeah, sure they definitely. work. That's Free returns and exchanges. You either love the shades or Shady Rays will ship them back. An exclusive for our wonderful CHGO listeners. That's you guys and girls. Shady Rays is running the deepest deal of the season. Use CHGO for 50% off two or more pairs at ShadyRays.com. I'm no mathematical genius, but I know that's buy one, get one free. You can get two pairs of awesome sunglasses for as low as 54 bucks. Redeem over at ShadyRays.com. Calm. And guys, I told you my friend Mark used the promo code CHGO, and he got uh, he did the mystery pair. Well, yeah, the, the sunglasses all the way on the right are the mystery pair, and those might actually be my favorite ones. Yeah, those, those are the best. Those I think. Nice. What's yeah. in the box? They <laughs> only nineteen dollars for the mystery pair, That's and he got free shipping. Yep, not bad. Good what stuff so right there. Like that. <laughs> you know, if you're saving money on the shady rays, you can uh, do some more benefits. To your body, not only protecting yourself from the harmful sun, but also from uh, bubble gut and too late. <laughs> butt butt and especially. <laughs> uh, I'm a lost cause. Be be better than the Blackhawks. Keep your pants clean by uh, optimizing your immune system and your gut health with some AG1. From Athletic Greens, this is going great. Uh, It's a formula (laughs) designed to boost your natural energy, boost your immune system, boost your gut health. And by doing that, all you got to do is take one scoop of AG1. With that, you're going to absorb 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens that help you start your day right. If you have different dietary restrictions or follow different diets, whatever they might be, you can take AG1 and put it right into that diet, and you're going to be able to incorporate it right into your life and do yourself some good. It's a small once-a-day habit with big benefits. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. Just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. 
all you got to do is go to athleticgreens.com slash CHGO Blackhawks. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash CHGO Blackhawks to take ownership over your health, pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Lots of folks in the chat uh, talking about the Peter Mrazek performance of the night. Uh, confession, he was my fourth star until he wasn't. Uh, when <laughs> yeah. it was 4-1, he was really looking strong, and then everything sort of fell apart behind him. I'm, I think Peter Mrazek is exactly what he is. He's a replacement-level starter. Um, he got you a first-round pick, and he's going to get you some tank wins. Yeah. So just uh, it is what it is, but I, I thought you know, until uh, the game got away from the entire team, I thought he was okay. What did you guys think of Mrazek? Yeah, I mean, there were a few... There were a few goals that you can't really necessarily hang on him when Dallas just kind of turned it on. It just kind of seemed like he was getting no help from the guys in front of him trying to suppress shots, which they were doing a really good job of uh, at the beginning of the game. Yeah, You know, it took it took Dallas almost 15 minutes to get their first shot actually on net, even though they had about, uh, you know, almost almost a dozen shot attempts. All of them were getting blocked. The Hawks blocked 28 shots in this game. Yeah. And and still were outshot. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I, I think there there were there were times where Mrazek uh, played really well, but then I think there were times where you know he was kind of left out there. And is there a save that you'd like him to make? Sure, but I, I, you can't hang all of those third period goals on him. No, and even some of those saves he was making in the sec- first and second period, there were some juicy rebounds that he was yeah. kicking out that there was just nobody to be in, in a Stars jersey around. And then, you know, third period, he starts giving up more and more rebounds. They start crashing the net a little more. Granted, there was nobody in red there to help sweep away some of those rebounds either. Um, but as Jay said, Peter Mrazek's been Peter Mrazek. I mean, yeah. we mm-hmm. kind of... Knew, you knew what you were getting. Yeah, you know, he may steal you a win here or there, but overall, he's going to be just good enough for you guys to lose by a goal. Yeah. You know, it is what it is. And then, you know, uh, I'm pretty sure Arvid Soderbloom will get the uh, start on Friday. Soderbloom. And, uh, Soderbloom. There it is. Thank you, Steve. <laughs> See, I was, I, Appreciate I, it. I was waiting for that. <laughs> um, I'm sure he'll start Friday, and, you know, the goalies – the goalies are the goalies. I mean, they're not going to be they're not going to be the difference makers many nights. I don't I don't think, you know, that's just Soda yeah. Soda Bloom has been really good, but, you know, again, it's just only so much one human being can take between the pipes. Yeah. Right. Before it just no you know, human can withstand, yeah. isn't that what uh <laughs> is it uh, Ryan Kessler yes. who said that? No yeah. human can withstand this many, as many hits, hits yeah. as as they lost yeah. in games confirmed that was fun (laughs) (laughs) that was fun by the way Soderblom we should have known because he's got the umlau over the o which makes the same sound as motley crew all right that's there you go there you go that's how i learned it girls everybody not you vosters mentioned another podcast on a broadcast today don't mention us. How, no. How rude. We put you on, actually, instead of just talk crap about your mustache. <laughs> anyway, why don't we get to the four stars of the game? Sure. <laughs> All right. Your three stars of the game were freaking superstar Jason Robertson. Yeah. He was the number three star. If you don't know Jason Robertson, get to know him. Uh, ho-hum, two goals, 21-07, six shots on goal, and eight more shot attempts. And I believe a 13-game point streak was yeah. extended He's tonight. Good Lord. If he played uh, in, in any he of the... switched ma- places with his brother. Oh, he'd be heart... He'd be in the Hall yeah, of Fame. Exactly. Unreal. Uh, Jamie Benn, number two star... A goal and assist. Only 12-22 of ice time for him and his old ass. Uh, three shots on goal. Won 63% of his faceoffs. And your number one star was your friend and mine, Roddick Foxa. He had a goal, 11-59. A shot. Did he said the game winner? Game winner. The number yeah. one star? Uh, game winner, yeah, yeah. Okay, watch the freaking game. How is Jason Robertson not the number one star of this game? That's a good question. That's really dumb. That's a question for the Dallas media because apparently they voted on it. It's by Bruce Levine, not Chicago's Bruce Levine. Oh, Dallas's Bruce Levine of the ticket, not Chid. The ticket. The ticket. <laughs> That's the ticket. 
All right. Um, I forgot who I gave it to. Our fourth. Can you stars. remind me? Ah, uh, yes, Andreas Athanasiu, uh, who had a really solid game himself. Uh, a goal, two shots. Really like the fact that he went and back checked late in the game, stole the puck away, and went the other way, creating a scoring chance. I was a little pissed off that he got pulled down. Probably should have been a penalty, but instead of getting up and defending, he sat against the boards, palms up. Dude, get up. And Troy Murray said as much. Yeah, Troy Murray called him out. Yeah, yeah but did. aside from that, I was pretty happy with the U's game, yep. uh, especially when you see an offensive-minded guy uh, bust his ass hustling back defensively. Loved it. Yeah, I mean, he's he is who he is, and he can be electric at times. Yep. And I think that the, the goal he scored was was tremendous. I think he's also tougher than I gave him credit for coming into the team. Oh, yeah. Like, he's a guy who's willing to cut through three defenders and take some hits. He's, to make things happen. He's going he's gonna to take the puck directly to the front of the net any chance he can get uh, by using his speed, and sometimes he's going to get bulldozed into the goalie sometimes. I love they pointed out that he, he just skated 20 miles an hour. I'm like, that's slower than Justin Fields runs, <laughs> <laughs> which is amazing. That's pretty what incredible. the hell? Pretty incredible. <laughs> All right, I'm going to go with uh, hometown boy making his return, Seth Jones. Scored the first uh, Blackhawk goal tonight, his first of the season. Good to see number four back out there. I think we realized quickly with him out for the last few weeks uh, how badly this team missed him. Um, Luke Richardson, they were going to ease him back in the lineup. Yeah, he still led the team in ice time with 21, 12, 26 shifts. Uh, He had the goal, three shots on goal, six total shot attempts. He had a takeaway, two block shots. Um, you know, for his first game back in almost a month, looked pretty good out there. Good to see him get that goal. We need to see him score more goals. I think even, you know, he said it himself a lot last year that, like, he needs to score more goals. It's not his main objective on this team, but it would be nice to start seeing him get some of that. And maybe, hey, one from a power play, maybe. That would be but, nice. But, I mean, yeah. they're not even putting defensemen on the power play, so that streak's <laughs> going to live yeah, apparently. forever, apparently. Yeah. Uh, but uh, good for Seth Jones. Yeah. Glad to see him back. And, uh, you know, it, 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 I think he inspired everybody on the defense to get a point tonight. Yeah. yeah. 21-12, Bruce Miles' favorite ice time. <laughs> nice. Uh, you guys know? Uh, Very nice. If you know, you know. I yeah. that one. Yeah. Uh, Richardson said he didn't want to play Seth 27 minutes, which he didn't, but 21 still led the team. Uh, my fourth star of the night uh, was a guy who uh, giveth and taketh away with the Blackhawks, uh, Max Domi. Uh, was all over the ice tonight in in more ways than one. Um, scored the, uh, the 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 second effort goal uh, to make it four one, and then took the penalty six seconds later that caused the landslide of goals and momentum swinging for the Dallas Stars. Uh, so you know, good good in two different uh, different perspectives. Good for scoring the goal. Good for the tank win. So Max Domi fourth star of the night. Uh, a couple other noteworthy items from this game. Jonathan Taves picked up his 500th assist. Hey. You're going to hear about him in a little bit. Uh, and the Blackhawks lost the faceoff battle tonight. Ooh. 46%. Max Domi won five and lost 10. That's Take him off the graphic. That's, uh, <laughs> that's, Change my pick. I mean, he's at the top of the league. Jonathan Taves that's probably the first. Uh, was the only Hawk that took like a significant amount of faceoffs that was over... 50 he yeah. went 114 and lost six so another great night at the dot for Taves yeah. um but yeah that was uh, it's pretty rare for the Stars Hawks to lose that third in the league and yeah yeah percentage so These yeah Max two, got his ass handed to him two of the top three <laughs> face off three, two of the top ass. three face off teams uh facing off tonight I uh, couldn't think of a better word there but yeah I mean it's it's rare that the Blackhawks uh, don't win the the battle at the faceoff die. I think it's, is this only the second game that they've? I believe that's right. Only the second game that they haven't won the majority of the draws. So yeah, I mean, it's it's a it's a small part of the game, but it's important. Um, I don't think it's the reason that they lost six to four, but it no, it uh, it doesn't help in trying to uh, win the the possession battle for sure. All right, let's do the uh, king of the game, shall we? King of the game. 
is. Because of the 500th assi- assist of his career. It's <laughs> a great fiction. photo. We're going to give it to a very <laughs> happy-looking Jonathan Hayes in that we photo. I don't want to be the king of the game. <laughs> I don't know how to be the king of the game on a losing team. <laughs> he had an assist. Oh, that's he had a shot picture. on goal. Uh, 1909 of ice time. So congratulations, Jonathan Taves. Yes. More so on your uh, five. 100th uh, assist than the game. Yes. This was one of his less noticeable games, I would say, overall. Um, yeah. But, hey, when you reach a uh, a milestone like that, it deserves recognition. So Taves gets it. He's our king of the game. And he's... hockey fans. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. It's time to light the lap this winter with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. New customers can bet just $5 pregame money line on any NHL team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. If that wasn't enough excitement, you can turn your small bets into bigger payouts with same game parlays. Had I listened to Greg, I would have won. I said Joel Pavelski uh, to score first and the Stars to have the lead after the first period. It was actually Jason Robertson, which Greg told me to do instead. I would have won, but I didn't, so I'm a loser. That's all right. I gave you the information to win your bet, but you didn't take it, and then my four-leg parlay for night was shot down in flames before it even really had a chance. Mm. It's all good. Those four game, those four gamers are tough. I've won two in the but last week. But they're super fun. So combine those multiple bets, <laughs> like which team will win, how many goals will be scored, who's going to score first, who's going to have the lead after the first, all those things. And more for your shot at an even bigger payout. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code CHGO. Bet $5 on any NHL team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code CHGO. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. I always seem to go one leg too far on those parlays. Yeah. I hit five of six on Sunday. Damn. Yeah. That's pretty I, good. I hit zero of four tonight. So, yeah, I, uh, no shot. Four too many. We got to do our play of the week here, too. Yes. yes. Uh, well, it is Thanksgiving. Yeah. So the theme of the of the play of the week will not be Blackhawks or hockey related. It'll be football related. Yeah, we're not going to have a show tomorrow. Pick of the week is usually on Thursdays. So mm-hmm. Since there's no show, we'll, uh, we'll bet some football. Because yeah. what else are you going to do on Thanksgiving? But... Uh, eat eat some food and, and watch football. Um, Sounds great to me. Yeah, might, I mean that's yeah. what it's there for. You might uh, play some football. Not me. I'll uh, I'll I'll text Jay and ask how his game went. While I don't I'm, hurt my knee going downstairs again like I did yesterday. <laughs> yeah, that was your body telling you no, nope, we're not playing on Thursday. <laughs> so anyway, we're gonna do. Uh, we decided we were looking at the spreads. Those are some interesting spreads for tomorrow's slate not of just the pigskin. Turkey. Uh, we're gonna go <coughs> with the uh, the New York Football Giants. They're getting ten points at the Cowboys tomorrow. That seems like a lot of points. I know the Cowboys that, are at home. That is a lot of points. I know Thanksgiving is their day, and they. Ha- but I mean, the Giants are probably not as good as their record st- states, but they're not a pushover either. Giants beat the Cowboys earlier this year, did they? Not? And the Cowboys are coming off that huge win. Short the week, Vikings. huge win. Yep. They're mm-hmm. they are like. Screaming for a major letdown. Mm-hmm. So I, we're going to take the we're going to take the points, double digit points. Lay it on me like another helping of cranberry sauce out mm. of a can. <laughs> take the Giants and the ten nice points. Layer of gravy. That's our DraftKings pick of the week. All right. Well, I have sucked uh, at doing my uh, job today. So here's a couple things. Uh, make sure you smash that like button there on the YouTube page. We would greatly, greatly appreciate that. If you want to show us some thanks. For doing the podcast five times a week, smash that like button every time you're here. If you're just a podcast person, thank you. Listen, subscribe to the podcast as well. We would greatly, greatly appreciate that. And we've got our new legendary 81 mm-hmm. design available now at the CHGO Locker. It's a beaut, Clark. If you have been waiting is to become good. a CHGO diehard because you were waiting for that perfect shirt to get for free when you sign up, it's here. Mm-hmm. The legendary 81 design is available now at chgolocker.com. Go pick it up. Go buy it. It's fantastic. If you're a member at CHGO already, you save 20% on that and all merch all the time. And you get a free shirt or hat every year upon renewal. So go to chgolocker.com to pick up the shirt. 
Go to allchgo.com to become a diehard. Level up your fandom and become a CHGO diehard today because uh, you go to an event, you buy a couple shirts, and the thing pays for itself. Mm -hmm. It's really outstanding. It's a great way to get the best experience uh, with us here at CHGO. Be a diehard. You're already a diehard Chicago fan. Do it the right way. Get yourself that diehard membership card. Put, the, yeah, put it right there in the wallet. Yep. Show it at the events. You get to show it at our some of our partners to get a little discount there as well. It's always good to show a card and be like, you know what? I got the card here. Yeah. Give me that discount. Give it some Wayne's World treatment. And just Yeah. <laughs> excuse me. Excuse yeah, me. Excuse membership. Me. Membership. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. That, that, that's, it's such a great program. And, and just know that us here at CHGO and all the stations at All City are are looking to uh, give you more value mm-hmm. for your membership. So it's just uh, it's just an awesome program. The vast majority of our web content is now completely unlocked. So jump in there, read the things. Again, my three Hawks hits will be coming out tonight. Uh, we've got our weekly uh, Black Hawks beat uh, rebuild report and this week in Hawks history. Uh, on top of all the other stuff we write, it's just a really great thing. And it's not just what we do. It's every professional Chicago team from the Bears to the, to the uh, Fire, to the Red Stars, to the Sky, to the White Sox, mm-hmm. every, whatever team you love, they're covered here at CHGO. So become a diehard, level up your fandom. It's an awesome, awesome deal. And, hey, you get a free shirt upon sign-up and every year upon renewal. So Oops. jump in, get those discounts, join us at some events. It's an awesome time. It's a great thing to be part of, and we are very thankful for those of you that have been with us since we launched in March, which is crazy because it feels like somehow forever ago and yesterday at the same time. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's weird it's that crazy way. That we're, we're creeping up on, on that one year anniversary. Yeah. It's not that far away. It's, I know. It's around the corner. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, trade, so, trade deadline day. That was my first day. Is No, this year's trade dead. No. It's a day. It's a, it's, it's a few before. days before. Is it what? March 3rd is the deadline? March 3rd is the deadline. March 4th we, was launch date. So it's a day before our one fourth year or anniversary. The fifth? Yeah. Fourth. Yeah, 4th. 5th is my birthday. Fourth. So we launched ah, the day right, before. Right, That's right. how I remember. Yeah. So 366 days around the calendar. Yep. So Charlie, the bacon guy's in here and he says, did I miss the Hawks call a timeout? They probably should have, right? They did. It was just a little too late. It was late. And was Kyle, uh, and I'm sorry, Luke Richardson said, he didn't want to call it too early because he sometimes that can have kind of a um, a negative impact, he thought, which is interesting. And somebody yeah. mentioned, maybe it was Chuck Mucko in the chat, mentioned that he heard Craig Anderson on the 32 Thoughts podcast. Uh, there it is. And he said uh, that coaching uh, has been trying to focus on the positive to prevent the negative from leaking into the head game, um, which is interesting because I think we are starting to see coaches trend that way. Right, they're not going to be in your face. They're not going to be telling you you suck. Luke from day one has been positive not, for the most part, yeah, even been, after losses. Yeah. yeah, he hasn't been yelling and screaming and saying we suck. We got to be better. And from what I've seen so far tonight, none of that after this one either. And if there was a night for it, this was the one. This would be the one. Yeah, right. definitely. I, yes, the, the, the there really only is one John Tortorella left. Yeah, and for many reasons, that's a good thing. Yeah. Uh, our buddy No Roids Just Rage asks if we're going to be live on draft day or draft lottery day as well. Yes. Both. Yes. Uh, definitely we'll be doing live draft lottery. And uh, the tentative, hopefully permanent plan is uh, for us to actually be in Nashville on for the draft. location. Hope so, so. That's that's of, that's the idea. Especially of, if we get that first overall pick. You, oh, we're we will be We're going to be in Nashville. We're going to be in Nashville the entire draft. month if they get the first overall pick. Yeah, so yes, we are looking very excited for our draft coverage, but we've got music. a long, long way to go before we get there. Yeah. Uh, I have one more Luke Richardson quote. I just checked a story here from Ben Pope in the Sun Times. Quote, We didn't have our work ethic and we sat back a little bit. Not exactly trying to preserve it, but they were coming hard and we just didn't handle it well. On every goal, it was something different. Unfortunately, I thought the guys worked really hard for 40 or 50 minutes. But the game is 60 minutes, so that's a tough lesson to learn. So yeah. it's a little bit harsh. It's a little more harsh than usual for him. But spins it positive, it's a message to learn. It's true. You know? It's the truth. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, so I look, I, I really have been impressed with the way he has handled himself in the media. We've talked about this a few times. Um, is he perfect? No. Should he call the timeout today earlier? Probably. Probably. Um, but I just think that this generation of athlete does not respond well to John Tortorella. And there's a reason that that guy cannot hold on to a job for more than a couple of years because the message wears thin. Right. Yeah. And that's one of the things Luke said is you can scream and yell at these guys, but they're going to stop listening. And yeah, call it a generational thing, call it what you want, but that's the reality. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nate asks if he should start juggling deep pairings or going to the line blender, blender yet. I mean, He's, when you when you blend up these lines, you still get the same thing. That's that's the problem with this. Yeah. Even with that bottom six, he changed it up the other day. But when your bottom six is six guys that all do the same thing, they're all like the they're same. All they're all the same player. Mixing them up really doesn't do anything. You know, it doesn't. Yeah, you got a little spark in the Pittsburgh game when you put Dickinson and, and Jujar Carey together with Blackwell. They looked good, but you know, tonight. Yeah, Kachuk was out tonight. Yeah, okay. So, right. I mean, you could maybe mix some things up. Sure. I, I mean, I don't think it's going to harm anything. Um, but when your roster is kind of all the same guy that all does the same thing, it doesn't do. It's not going to make a huge difference, I don't think. But you know, I, I wouldn't be surprised uh, for Friday. You'll probably see Kachuk back in there. You know, one of the bottom six guys will come out. Especially if Lafferty is not quite ready well, yeah, to go. Lafferty, yeah, well, yeah, so that'll probably be off. Your, your easy uh, out there. And then, you know, with Seth Jones back, maybe do they send Ian Mitchell back to Rockford? I want Mitchell in. I'm or sorry, do you send Roos to Rockford and bring up another forward, especially if Lafferty's hurt? Roos, I think they're afraid to because they might lose him. But that's you know, I would hope they would have a conversation with him now. But like, hey, if we send you to Rockford for a couple weeks, you're not going to take your ball and go home, are you? Like, I would. I don't hope know. They I don't know if that's his decision. It might be a club decision. Yeah. I would hope club. they. I hope they would have. Maybe they. Maybe that's why he's here. Maybe they know that answer, but. You know, you may have to call up another forward. Maybe get someone up from Rockford and give them a, a game on Friday. Get, reward them, you know. Yeah. I don't know who you would call. They're not going to bring up Reichel. Um, maybe a Josiah Slavin. Give him, yeah. you know, especially if you're trying to maybe. replace a Sam Lafferty-type player. But, you know, there's just not a lot of interchangeable – there's not a lot of moves you can make right now on this roster – that's going to really change yeah, right. the dynamic of this team. And it was, it's been set up that way. They want the players who are in Rockford to be in Rockford, and they want the players who are yeah. on the NHL roster to, to, to stay there because yeah. their, their focus is to try and develop the guys as much as they can in the AHL before bringing them up to the NHL to, to see what they have. I, I agree, Jay. I would like to see Ian Mitchell back in. Um, I think – Given the way everyone played tonight, though, I don't really know if there's any big justification to sit anyone on the defense. I think, you know, I know Caleb Jones has been the part of the, the rotation of defensemen who have been sitting. I don't know. I, I, I don't know how they uh, make a change on defense just yet. But, yeah, offensively, you have the guys you're going to rotate in and out. There's seven clones just named differently. Yeah, uh, Lafferty Daniel said, what about Michael Tepley? That's a guy who was sort of in the conversation early in camp and then didn't really do much in the preseason. He's, uh, but he's got a little more offensive upside than some of the he's others. He's well of late. Yeah, but he just he's just in the pecking order of young guys that you would bring up. I wouldn't have him above Reichel. I wouldn't have him above Slavin. If, if, it's, if it's for a game or two to give a look at maybe that's a guy you bring in because i mean they've said we're not bringing reichel up until he's ready to stay up and i don't right. i at this point i don't think that's happening until after the trade deadline you know if there's a if there's a forward that they're going to bring up i look at like a guy like brett senny like he is yeah, or, abso- cole, or cole gutman or cole Gutman. like senny has absolutely lit up the ahl this year yeah. with with rockford four points tonight like yeah is he a difference maker no but like you reward the guy for playing well. Yeah. You know. And didn't was there a little note in Scott Powers' notebook that don't be surprised if he gets an NHL contract at That was uh, David, David Gus. Oh, it was Gus. Right? David yeah. Gus, who's right. also been lighting up the the AHL yeah. this year. He's been their best player. And uh MVP type numbers yeah. for the first six weeks. And he is on uh he's on an AHL deal, so they would have to sign him to an NHL deal, yeah. but with the cap room they have, that would be no problem. 
Um, wanted to tell you guys about saving uh, some money and some energy. Uh, and that is with the ComEd Efficiency Program, which is built and committed to helping families and, and businesses in the communities that ComEd serves wants them to save money and energy. ComEd offers free facility assessments that can help find energy, energy saving opportunities, whether it's lighting, HVAC systems, commercial kitchen equipment, or industrial processes. An authorized engineer will work with you to develop a, de- a detailed assessment plan specific to your goals and needs. These can be done in person or virtually and last approximately two hours. Within three to four weeks, customers will receive a report detailing energy efficiency projects that they can start working on immediately. Each recommendation will include estimated energy savings, cost savings, the cost of the project, potential incentives, and simple payback. So don't wait on doing this. Get started saving money and energy today. For energy saving tips and to schedule your free facility assessment, you can go to comed.com slash poweringbiz. And if you're already signed up for a facility assessment, you can call them at 855 855- Four three three two seven zero zero during normal normal business hours to speak to a ComEd Energy Efficiency Program representative, or you can email them at businessee at comed.com to request an assessment online. Go to comed.com slash facility assessment. All right, and before we wrap up, the moment you've all been waiting for. Yes, very patient tonight. The tank standings. Yes. The red line has been eliminated, and the Blackhawks are in the top slash bottom In the tank. And they might be uh, moving even further. Uh, Live check-in right now. The Mighty Ducks are leading the New York Rangers 3-2 with two minutes to play. Ottawa is down 2-1 with almost the entire third period to play. Some other teams, the Sharks are losing. They're going to lose. Canucks uh, are tied with the Avalanche. Yeah, they just tied that game. They just Ooh, tied wow. up the game. Okay. So the Canucks might be getting at least one point tonight. So And the Blue Jackets lost. Interesting. Coyotes, of course, beat the Hurricanes 4 to nothing. Yeah. That's why they're not even Let's on the go. board anymore. Yep. So uh, nicely done. Uh, coyotes, you know, you, you you trade Ryan Reeves and you and you might lose to the Ducks. Yep, serves the Rangers right. So the go. Hawks currently third <laughs> in the tank standings, right in the Mitchkov. There you go. There you go. That's right, it. Right where you want to be. So, uh, is this a Charles Wilson character, a Stars fan, coming in here trying to troll us? You know, we're trying to lose, sir. <laughs> That's like the whole idea. <laughs> Lol, the score. <laughs> cool like, you yeah. got us buddy yeah we, we're just we just showed you the standings celebrating that we're almost in last yeah. place but you got us you got oh, us. man you really stuck it to us <laughs> right hey guess face. what you were losing 4-1 to the blackhawks yeah all right Anyways. happy thanksgiving y'all yeah we love you thank Fun. you for being here i know it was a uh tough night uh to <laughs> tough pill to swallow one. after this one but hey there you go the, the end result is there. The Hawks are third in the tank standing. So there's your silver lining. Hope everybody has a great and safe Thanksgiving tomorrow. And uh, we'll talk to you Friday afternoon. Hawks drop the puck with the Canadians at 1. We'll be on right after on the CHGO Blackhawks podcast. <laughs>